Welcome to Prophecy Countdown with author and pastor Kenneth Baer. Join us every week for the latest updates on what the Bible has to say about the events, the characters, and prophetic signs of the return of Jesus Christ and His coming kingdom. Make sure you not only subscribe, but like your favorite episodes and share it with your friends. Now, on with the broadcast. Welcome today to our weekly Prophecy Countdown. I'm Pastor Ken with Faith Dialogue. Uh, we provide two updates each week uh, regarding prophecy on what we call Prophecy Countdown Podcast. It's available both on video as well as audio. Now, on Sundays, we're going through the Gospel of Matthew. We go through chapter by chapter and verse by verse. This week, we are going to be in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11. Our Sunday uh, broadcast premieres at 1 p.m. on YouTube. Now, on Wednesdays, our updates are always prophecy-related, uh, and today's no exception. Uh, we love answering questions from the audience, the viewing, as well as the listening audience. Uh, if you have a question, you can send a uh, question into our uh, Gmail at prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. That's prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. I answer all of those emails personally myself. And today, <clears throat> we're on a series. We had some questions that came in about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Uh, so we've had, uh, we, we, talk, we talked about overall the four horsemen. We did the first horseman, which is the Antichrist, the second horseman, uh, which brings war. And now the third horseman of the apocalypse is our topic for today. This is the third seal. Um, you know, so far, we've seen, again, the first seal, uh, as it's revealed, is the Antichrist. Now, the, this is in the sixth chapter of the book of Revelation. And this is where we see the beginning of what we know as the seven years of the tribulation. And this first seal reveals who we know as the Antichrist. And one of the reasons we know he's the Antichrist is because uh, he's, he has a bow, he's sent out to conquer, uh, but he has no arrows. The, and most theologians believe this is an indication that there's deception. And remember, Jesus reminded his disciples, and uh, by extent us as well, uh, to beware of deception. Deception in the last days. And this, this Antichrist comes to power basically through deception. Um, now, the second rider on the fiery red horse, the fiery red horse, uh, brings death. He has a large sword so that people should kill one another. And we spoke about that last week. So now we'll continue as we look at the third of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. The, now, these first four riders of the apocalypse, especially after the Antichrist, all bring, um, they all bring uh, disease, famine, inflation, just a, just a horrible time. Now, one of the misconceptions uh, about these prophecies in the book of Revelation is, number one, is that they are number of prophecies that you can kind of pick and choose and see it happening any time, and that's not true. The book of Revelation uh, is one prophecy uh, from the beginning until the end. This is the end times. It, we, have the, we have the seven churches, and after that, the tribulation begins with the unveiling of the first seal, and it goes all the way through to the second coming of Jesus Christ. So let's go ahead and read the, uh, the two verses, uh, Revelation chapter 6, verses 5 and 6, that have to do with the third horseman of the apocalypse. Uh, John says, when he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, come and see. So I looked and behold, a black horse and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. 
Um, and I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, a quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius and do not harm the oil and the wine. And again, this is Revelation chapter 6, verses 5 and 6. Now, in these two verses, verses 5 and 6, we see the aftermath of wars and lawlessness. This is what happens typically when there's a war in a country. We see shortages. We see the uh, supply chain disrupted. Uh, notice that this black horse had a pair of balances or scales in his hand. Now, today, we don't, we don't often see these types of uh, scales or balances. But remember, for the thousands of years, this is how uh, commerce was conducted. Um, the merchant had a pair of scales, and on one side was a, was a weight, a known weight, and the other was a measure of barley or wheat or sugar or corn or whatever it was, and it would, it would be a, a fair weight. Now, uh, of course, many, many merchants, uh, just as they do today, tried to cheat, and Proverbs 20, uh, verse 10, warns against this. It says, diverse weights and diverse measures, they both alike are an abomination to the Lord. Because the people that are trying to get uh, their goods and services or their goods um, are being cheated. Now, if you recall the, uh, the account recorded in the book of Daniel, King uh, Belshazzar is having a feast. This is when the Jewish people had been taken captive. Uh, you have Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that had traveled to, uh, that had been taken captive and, and gone to Babylon. And this is the end of about a 50, 60 year time period because now you have King Belshazzar as a king and he's having this banquet. And then suddenly there is a hand that appears and writing on the wall. And the writing was mene, mene, tekel, paris, which is an ancient language. But the Daniel, Daniel interpreted the, these words as follows. So this is what he says. He says, this is the interpretation of each word. Mene, God has numbered your kingdom and finished it. Tekel, you have been weighed in the balance and found wanting. Perez, your kingdom has been divided and given to the Medes and the Persians. This was the prophecy that, that we saw earlier in the second chapter of Daniel, that after after uh, Babylon, there would be another kingdom uh, represented by the chest that had two arms. One arm was the Medes and the other was the Persians, and they would come and, and conquer the Babylonians. Now, in today's language, we have, uh, we have Lady Justice, and Lady Justice is a common sight in our courthouses and our legal institution. Lady Justice is a woman uh, grabbed in a tunic, like a Roman garb of some kind. She has a pair of scales in her hand, and she typically wears a blindfold, indicating that justice is supposed to be blind, no partiality. The poor and the lowly are to be provide, provided just the same justice as the rich and powerful. Well, my friends, we know that, unfortunately, that wasn't true in the ancient days. And I think if you, if you watch the news and you see what's going on in the Western world, uh, we know that's not true today. Often the rich and the powerful, the elite or a particular class or a particular um, political party is treated one way and the opposite is treated differently. Now, when we take a look at the scripture today, uh, the verse that, that, that uh, calls to mind is verse 6. It says, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil or the wine. 
Now in the weighed scale at the time this was written by the Apostle John, a denarius was an indication of a day's wages, a day's wages. So if you worked hard and you got your, your just pay, you would be paid a denarius for a day's wages. So what this is saying that in order to receive a meal, a person would have to spend an entire day's wages. Now, you can look at this two different ways. Some scholars look at this as, as this third uh, horseman on the of the apocalypse uh, brings famine, and the others look at it as inflation. Either way, it's the same thing, is that a whole day's wages is what's necessary in order to buy a, a measure of wheat, a dry quart is what it is. Now, what's interesting is, it, is that you get three measures of barley, and I'm not a cook and I don't know much about wheat or grains, but the idea is that barley is less desirable, less nourishing, and you can get three measures of barley for one measure of, of wheat. You know, we can see why some people refer to this third seal, this rider uh, on the black horse, actually is bringing fear. You know, Economics 101 tells us that there's a supply and a demand curve. Remember that? Going this way, if you took Economics 101, you know, if, if, as the supply went up, uh, the price went down. As the, as the supply went down, the price went up. We would say that this third rider on the, on the black horse is indicative of both very high prices, meaning hyperinflation, and widespread shortages of food, uh, as in a famine. So back to Economics 101, you know, at any time, there's a balance between supply and demand. Food is produced, including not only wheat and barley, but the things that you need on a regular basis. Uh, milk, bread, eggs, cheese, flour, chicken, beef, pork, whatever it is, a Big Mac, as well as paper products, gasoline, building materials, medicines, durable goods. These are all on the supply chain. They all have a given price. As the supply goes down, the price goes up. And, and we saw that recently, didn't we? Anytime there's civil unrest, it doesn't have to be a war. If it's just civil unrest, um, you end up with, with scarcity. In fact, here in Florida, we have hurricane season. It starts in June, July, goes all the way through October. And all we, we don't even need a hurricane. All we need to do is have the weathermen say there's a hurricane coming. And you can go to the local grocery store here in Florida, they're Publix. And you go to the local grocery store and you'll find that the shelves have already been picked clean. No bread, no water, uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the things like bread and batteries, rope, they're all gone. And shortages are caused not so much by, uh, by the hurricane, but the rumor of a hurricane, the news of a hurricane, and it doesn't even take that. And so we can see how easy it is uh, for well, what we saw in the first, two, uh, the first two seals being unrolled, the Antichrist as well as, well as wars, to bring this hyperinflation and, and shortages. Now, if you remember the COVID-19 crisis, I try to forget it, but I don't think we can. Going back to 2020, you can remember that there were shortages. Not only there were shortages, but there was also uh, unrest. Our cities sometimes were being burned. There were mobs in the street. Um, and, and who would have thought that a pandemic like COVID-19 would have emptied our, our grocery stores, our, our supplies of like things like toilet paper, but it happened. Now this is actually, my friends, if you live through that, and if you're listening to this, you did, if you live through that, this is the coming attraction 
uh, for what we know as in the book of Revelation. The third seal and the rider with the red horse are pictures of hyperinflation, rising prices for basic necessities. Now the thing is, is that always, there was always a black market, right? I mean, even during COVID, if you remember, um, if you couldn't find it on the shelves, you could go on Amazon, click into Amazon, and you could find the products you were looking for, but sometimes they were three, four, five times the price they were possibly the, the day before. You know, gasoline was the same way. I mean, gasoline, they had, they had laws that you couldn't raise the prices of gasoline so much, but if you needed gasoline and it was in short supply, you could find it from somebody, somebody. Now, the Bible doesn't give specifics on why this happens during the time of the tribulation. Most scholars look at the first two seals and the riders on the white horse and the black horse, and they see that this is causing wars, and most likely this men killing each other is causing some of these shortages. And this is very possible and likely. However, we've also seen that weather, poor planning, and mismanagement can also do the same thing. And I'm going to talk about mismanagement for a while. You know, I'm a, I'm a capitalist and, and you know, I'm a history buff as well. And, and I, I know history and I know that centralized planning in Russia, uh, we could point to and say, well, obviously communism doesn't work. Uh, there was a true story back in the 1930s, long before our time. But in the 1930s, Russia was the second largest producer of wheat. That was because they had Ukraine, uh, second only to the United States. However, uh, Joseph Stalin decided he was going to implement a uh, state-run collectives in the Ukraine. And in a period from 1932 to 1933 was a huge famine. And it the, the, the famine was a direct result of Joseph Stalin monkeying around with the laws of supply and demand and, and changing these very, very productive farms into collectives. In fact, there's a, a Ukrainian war for, self, for self, uh, starvation, and this period of time is called starvation in the Ukrainian language. It's called homodor, homodor. Um, it also, my understanding is that it talks about inflicting death. It was four million people died. Four million people died in the Soviet Union as a result of Joseph Stalin uh, fooling around with the supply and demand, mismanagement and causing hyperinflation and famine at the same time. Notice the scripture has these words, but do not harm the oil and the wine. That's verse six. And you know, many scholars have tried to figure this out. From my perspective, again, based on what, what we know about supply and demand and that at any given time, there's always a black market. This is an indication that somehow uh, the wealthy, those people that have means, are able to find a way to be able to buy oil and wine and be able to get those even though there's a hyperinflation and scarcity uh, they're able to find a way to be able to get the products that they need now all of this is is interesting but i want to call your attention uh, that to a truism a truism means that it's likely true at all times and this is the thing is that despite shortages and bans on certain products and rationing those that are in power those that are rich and the political leaders will always have plenty. And we saw this, talking about Soviet Union, for example. Uh, the people were standing in line, bread lines, trying to be fed. And in Cuba, it was the same way. There were shortages. But those in power always had, had plenty. Now, my friends, the, the, this is the time of the 
signs or the signs of the time. We've seen how wars and rumors of war can, can disrupt supply chains. At the same time, we also have the, the, one of the biggest indicators that the end times are here, and that's the establishment of the nation of Israel in 1948. We are getting closer and closer, my friends, to this time, this time of the tribulation. And we know that the time of the tribulation begins, begins with a peace treaty that's signed between the Antichrist, or he, he basically confirms a peace treaty with many, that's what the Bible says, and brings peace to the nation of, of Israel. At the same time, we know from scripture that when the end time is coming, the age of the church is growing to a close. God has not left, left Israel alone. God has, still has intention on Israel. They're still his chosen people. There will be a time when God turns his full attention back to the nation of Israel. If you read the book of tribulation, if we read the prophets, it's all about Israel. It's about the nation surrounding Israel and the people of Israel. So my friends, I want you to look up Understand that your redemption draws nigh. This is what, the, this is what uh, the Apostle Paul calls the blessed hope, the catching away of the church to be with the Lord and we meet the Lord in the air. God bless. Uh, have, a, have a wonderful day. Thank you for watching our podcast. I, I, I pray that you enjoy it, that you share it, that you like it, that you tell other people because that's how we get the word out about Prophecy Countdown. God bless, let me pray. Father God, we wanna thank you, Lord. Nearly every day, it's common to see, read, or hear something about the end of the world, the apocalypse, or end times. Author and pastor Kenneth Bear's The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom zooms in and breaks down biblical prophecy as it relates to Jesus' imminent return and the coming seven-year period, including the Great Tribulation. Available in both paperback and Kindle versions. Get your copy on Amazon or at Barnes & Noble and select Christian bookstores. The title again is The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom. You can also find it listed by author Kenneth Bear. Get your copy today. Thank you for joining us on Prophecy Countdown with Pastor Ken Bear. Don't leave without first sharing the latest episode with your friends. Be sure to join us again for the latest updates on Prophecy Countdown.